1: best bets live stream slash podcast where depends on where you're listening to it i guess jeff i'm gonna hit retweet real quick yeah i'm gonna let the uh the viewers kind of build up a little bit but i think today um no vamping no no uh no freelancing at the top no joking around we gotta jump right into it man we have an unbelievable slate of games i'm really fired up for today uh great afternoon basketball we have great basketball this evening we have couple upsets to like, you know, a whole bunch of high major matchups. So I think, obviously, we're going to kick things off by talking about the Champions Classic today. Uh, I want to start with the first game of the night, Michigan State. Uh, they are going to Cameron Indoor Stadium where there are no Cameron Crazies in the stands unless you count the cardboard cutouts. We got Jalen Johnson. We got but, Matthew Birch.
2: Wait, wait, wait. They don't have fans, but they're still going to have the whistle.
1: Yeah, but how much is whistle. how much is that whistle going to impact it when you don't have the fans? Like, I feel like half the reason why you get a friendly whistle at a place like Cameron and a place like Fog Allen is because the crazies are screaming He's at the like, think Cameron, about it, man. So, True.
2: I don't know. I mean, I just feel like more refs are still when they go into Cameron, right? It's still that feel. I know there aren't the fans, but uh, that that's the big one today. I I know where you stand. You made it clear yesterday. You mm-hmm. you despise this dude team. You, you really I don't,
0: don't like I them. don't, I don't despise
1: them. Don't I just, like them. I just yeah. very clearly overvalued them, and I think there's like, part of the reason why Duke is favored by as much as they are right now is because yeah. they're ranked third on Ken Palm, and so much of these Vegas projections and these Vegas lines early yes. in the season are based on Ken Palm's projections. We're actually going to get into that at a later, uh, at a I later. Just fi- um, I just figured line. that out.
2: I just figured that out a couple of I can't
1: days. believe it's it's baffling to me that you figured that out like 2 <laughs> days ago like the the whole gambling world figured this out like 10 years ago not me not you Give me just figured it out that, like that's not a joke guys for the people yeah. that are listening he texted the me the guy. other day he was like did you realize that the Vegas lines opened basically the same as the Kempon projections yes yes Jeffrey. we all realized that um uh, well
2: anyway anyway all right so you you like uh Michigan State plus 4 here you you don't like it
1: I I love, I love it. it's my it's my favorite bet of the year so far, um, and I'm not just on Michigan State plus four. I have the Michigan State money line. I took this like five days ago. No, for when did what's today Tuesday? I mean, everything's it been came lined out up early. Together. Yeah, so I I took it while I was watching. I, I watched the Duke-Coppin State game on Synergy at like nine o'clock on Saturday night. And midway through the first half, I was like, hold on, let me see if this Duke lines here. Let me see if I can get Michigan State right now. And I fired in the middle of the first half of watching them against Coffin State. That's how unimpressed I was uh by this Duke team. And and look, Michigan Jalen- State's older.
2: Rob the other thing is they're older. Josh Langford's in his like 13th year. Um, you know, even even Foster Lawyer, you know, has some experience, Rocket Watts looked good coming off the bench. He looked healthy. Uh Bingham looked good. His length is going to bother uh, those young Duke guys. I think Duke's going to be okay. But again, coming out of the gates like they have is going to be tough against a a veteran Michigan State team that, again, like you said, it's not going to be that crazy environment that teams are used to that give Duke like three extra points right off the bat.
1: Yeah. And I I don't have to rehash all of my takes on Duke. You can find that on the podcast I did with Deshaun Butler. You can find that on uh yesterday's live stream that we did on the field at 68 account so
2: you killed um, you just killed yeah. them i mean it was I, I it just, was it's it's
1: i don't like teams where there aren't a lot of two-way players and where there's so much yeah. difference between your best defensive five and best offensive five like jalen johnson's an absolute stud i Jeez. saw a stat the other day uh do you know there's only one other freshman that that put up 18 points 18 rebounds 3 blocks and 3 steals in a game as a freshman do you know who it was no, just period, period, in the power. Oh, really? Yeah, 18, the only 18? other, 18 18-18, three and three. It was uh, DeAndre Ayton. He did it for Arizona his freshman year. So um, Jalen Johnson is doing this in something of like a point forward role. So I just right, don't know
2: point I mentioned that. Yeah, we, move on. It both like Michigan State. That's clear. Yep. Plus four, Kansas like minus five too. tonight. Yep, when Kansas minus
1: five line? tonight.
2: Uh, plus 150, plus
1: 145, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's yeah. been bouncing back and forth. I like that too.
2: No, I like that too. I mean, not as much as I liked Richmond against Kentucky, but uh, I like it. Uh, speaking of Kentucky, uh, the big Kentucky-Kansas battle uh, comes on after that for the Champions Classic, and you said the line opened at like a pickem, didn't you, or something?
1: Yeah, when they, when I first saw it, it was it was just a pickup and now it's all the way moved all the way to Kansas uh, minus five. Money line for Kentucky is all the way down to plus 180. So, um, if you really do like Kentucky, I think there is a little bit of value there. I just – there's no like way. Him.
2: Yeah, it's no, hard there's to no like them after watching them against Richmond. Now, again, the difference is Kansas isn't quite as experienced as Richmond, but they are experienced. Marcus Garrett is a senior point guard, and baji um, has got some experience, and most of their – Mitch Lightfoot's 25 years old, it feels like. Uh, this, again, Kentucky – Richmond was a bad one. This isn't as bad, but it is in a sense that it's Kansas. They're more talented, although I know Kansas fans are going to kill me for, for for saying that because they're not as talented as previous Kansas teams, but they are experienced and talented enough that this could be ugly. Could be. I'm not saying it will be, but it has the potential to be ugly.
1: Yeah, I think they can really get after um, Kentucky's point guards. The one thing I am concerned about is that, Kansas is not all that big. Um, I think if you look up and down uh, both of these rosters, in every matchup except for the point guard spot, uh, Kentucky is going to have a length and athleticism advantage. Um, but I, I think the only place that shows up is on the offensive glass. And um, I just I, I think I trust guys like Marcus Garrett to play big, and Rashad Baji to play. Like they've been playing their whole careers at Kansas. They've had to to play McCormick's bigger than
2: do something tonight. I know you're you're down on on my David McCormick prediction yeah. that he's going to have a breakout year. I think tonight is the night, Robert. I think tonight is the night we'll David see. McCormick establishes himself. They throw it into him, and he starts you know uh, going after Olivier Sar and some of those other bigs.
1: Well, well, we'll see about that, Goodman. Um, let me ask you this: What would the line have to get to you for you to not take Kansas? Like, where do you, how many points do you need to take? Kentucky? Eight, probably eight. Eight, yeah, probably about. It, eight. I, I just, I want to stay away from it, man. I, I honestly really feel like this is a by low spot for Kansas. Um, I think what we saw against Gonzaga has yeah. us all feeling down about the Jayhawks when no, in actuality, good. they're like a top five to 10 team. They just yes. happen to run into Gonzaga. and And look, a lot of that has to do with my take that Gonzaga is – uh, by the end of the year, we're going to be putting them in the same conversation as like 2012 Kentucky and mm-hmm. 2015 Kentucky, 2018 Villanova, 2009, or like all of these historically great college basketball teams. Um, so I think that can't the Villanova off.
2: That's not a hot take at all.
1: Good. Good. I'm not glad that you're on the same days. page. So,
2: okay. yeah. No, I'm saying it is. I, I'm, I'm making fun of you. It is a hot take because we're two games into the season and you're already deeming them as one of the greatest teams of all time.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, shout out <laughs> shout out to John Mitchell, who who wants the Rothstein special here. Here we go. This is effing December, baby. It doesn't get better than December basketball. Listen, the,
2: the, day, the day Rothstein appears on this show is, is the day, Um, I hate to say it, maybe the day I die.
1: Yeah, look, check check the text that you just got. We just got a group text to remind you to stop talking about David McCormick so much. So let's move on. We're both on Kansas minus five there. <laughs> Tell Borchell um, shut the hell up. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about the afternoon games and then we can get into a couple of the interesting games tonight. We can roll through these fairly quickly. I think we're Let's both go. on the same page here. Uh, there is no lineup at my book and at the the um, the aggregators that I check, like Vegas Insider. I can't find a line for Texas, Indiana, and I can't find a line for North Carolina, Stanford. Um, if, so if anyone watching, just drop a note in the chat if you have a betting line for us. It's not available at the book that I use. Um, but. We're going to use the campon projections. So right now, uh, Indiana is favored by one against Texas, and Stanford is favored by one uh, against uh, North Carolina. I like both of the dogs there. I'll probably take the money line for both of them.
2: I like Indiana. I don't love this Carolina-Stanford game. I mean, Stanford looked terrific last night. Zaire Williams um, might have been the best player on the court. He's going to be a, a lottery pick, maybe a top-five pick. Um, I just I want to see more out of these Carolina freshmen. I, I do. I mean they' they're I like Garrison Brooks, but I just want to see more out of Caleb Love and some of those other guys. but I, I am going to go Indiana. Um, you know, Texas struggled against Davidson. Indiana looked great against Providence. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Indiana's I don't know if they're for real for real, but I, I think Indiana is a locked tournament team this year. They've got experience. they've got depth, they've got a really good coach and Archie Miller. So I'm going, I'm going IU there.
1: Yeah, um, someone just uh, – Alex jumped in the chat and said that Indiana is favored by a point and a half. I would still take them there. I wouldn't like it yep. as much, obviously, um, but I would still take them there. I just think that – especially with the way that Race Thompson played yesterday, like if he can be that kind Oof, of like big boy. athletic guy, take some pressure off of Trace Jackson Davis, uh, will allow Indiana to match up a little better with like the size and athleticism up front that Texas has. I think I think you have to like Indiana there. Um, I mean, you bet on the team that has the All-American when it comes down to it, right? Uh, all no, right, no. so what else uh, you got? Stanford – well, I just wanted to put a, put a note on Stanford. I think Stanford is very, very, very good. Um, I don't know how North Carolina is going to score against them. Um, I think Stanford is one of the more underrated defensive teams in college basketball. Uh, and add in a guy like Zaire Williams that can get a bucket. Add in a guy like Bryce Wills who was unbelievable That's yesterday. He was um, like Oscar de Silva, I think is underrated as a scorer. So uh, it, it, it is a little bit. I think Stanford's probably like a top fifteen to twenty team this year. After seeing them against Alabama, and maybe I'm just overrating them against a bad Alabama team. Man, <laughs> but, I fall
2: for this Alabama shit every year. Every yes, you year. do. Like you yes, guys you need do. to tell me no more Alabama. No matter how much talent. Quinterly, I want I want Quinterly to be Quinterly again. And he's just so loose with the ball. He just frustrates the hell out of me. But I, I I like JQ. Everything he's been through, I root for him. And I'm a huge you will not find a bigger Herb Jones fan than than on the planet than me. But he just he needs to score. They they just and they don't guard anybody. They don't guard anybody. Pisses me off. <laughs>
1: So you're saying uh, you need to tell me to stop betting on Alabama and stop believing in okay. you know, Alabama. Well, we're trying to do that with David McCormick and you're not listening to us. But No, no, I'm it gonna is keep, what it is. I'm riding I'm, I'm riding Big Mac. <laughs> well, there you go. So next time I tell you don't don't take Alabama, it's you're going to say I'm riding Nate Oats,
2: baby. That's be that's it. If he doesn't I
1: through, Jelly Jellyfam.
2: Yeah, if he doesn't come through tonight, I'm done with David McCormick. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear, you don't want to hear from me about him again for a while.
1: All right, last afternoon game I want to touch on is uh, BYU minus four against USC. That line opened up at a, I believe it was USC minus one, so we've had quite a bit of movement there. I'm staying away. I think that the value has been bet out of the line, um, but if I was going to be on somebody uh, at this point, it would be BYU. I just I watched USC's first game. Evan Mobley is is. A very intriguing prospect. I didn't realize he was as good of a passer as he is. Oh that's,
2: that's the answer. That's the answer, Robert. Right there. Who are you taking? This is who I'm taking. I'm riding with Mark Pope, baby.
1: I can't believe you put that up. You weren't you weren't supposed to put that up, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Good thing Mark Pope doesn't watch live streams on Twitter. All right. The last two games I want to talk about. Uh, Yeah, you might be getting an angry text. If they win, I don't think he's going to care.
2: He will not care. He
1: will not care. Um, All right, so the last two games I want to talk about. Oklahoma State uh, plus three and a half against Marquette. I I think I have to be on Oklahoma State there. Um, I don't trust them defensively.
2: Yeah, I I got no feel. I I mean, you're just just riding with Cade. That's all. Just admit it. You're mm -hmm. just riding with Cade here.
1: Mm -hmm. I would probably take the money line in that spot, too. Just get a little bit of extra value. Um, I also... I don't I don't trust Marquette um, I, that I Howard. fell for like the 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 Marcus Howard love like I loved Marcus Howard. I fell for it too much last year. And now that they don't have Marcus Howard, it's like, OK, oh, he's doing that right? guy. Um, I don't think that D.J. Carton is that guy. Uh, you know, I, some of your torrents like we'll see. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, I just I don't I can't buy into Marquette. In K-
2: so. you trust. I get it. K- I get it. I'm in, the
1: same in, way. And, Kate, trust. and the last line that I want to talk about is actually, I think the most interesting line here is Louisville minus four against Western Kentucky.
2: You know, some places they're six and a half right now. How about that? I'll take the points. Give me six and a half with Charles Bassey and Slick Rick. How do you not take that? When Louisville's so banged up, uh, I don't know if Samuel Williamson is going to play tonight. I'll find that out here soon. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I just think Louisville is so thin right now and uh, Western kentucky's pretty good hollingsworth and and passy are two guys that can play well anywhere.
1: hollingsworth is also a game time decision yeah. he hurt his thumb um i don't know if he's going to play so it's tough to really like make a pick there but if we're assuming that williamson plays and we're assuming that hollingsworth plays i think i like louisville at minus four at six At and a half is a different conversation uh but at louisville minus four i i i, I just really think that this team is um, a little bit undervalued and underrated right now. Uh, I'd love, love their backcourt of Carly Jones and David Johnson. I, I don't know if there's a better backcourt. Um, I don't know if there's five better backcourts in the country than Carly no, Jones and David Johnson. Good thing you didn't say but, I don't know
2: if there's a better backcourt in the country. That was better. Yeah, I, I
1: caught my suck yeah, off. It's, it's early. I haven't, I haven't finished my, my cup of coffee yet. Um, but it's just the way that they can both kind of play on the ball, off the ball. I think David Johnson has improved the shooting. Like one thing really stood out to me. Um, in the Seton Hall game. It was a possession with like under a minute left. And David Johnson, who's like the whole knock on him last year was he can't shoot. Uh, I think Louisville was up by one. He had um, Sandro on him, Mamboo. And instead of going to the basket and beat him off the dribble, he like dribbled into a, a three from the wing. And Chris Mack was not pissed about the shot. And I think that Chris Mack not being mad about David Johnson shooting that shot in that spot, Tell you that David Johnson has become a better shooter. Maybe he's seen something in practice. Maybe he trusts the guy to be able to make that shot. So, um, if if David Johnson is making threes, and you can play him on the ball or off the ball, and Carly on the ball or off the ball, with the ability those two have in ball screens, they're tough, man. They're they're real tough. And Dre Davis is a monster. I really like that kid. The Uh, freshman they got, got two
2: more. I got two more before we wrap right. and then we got to recap because you, you've made a lot of sort of picks. Like I, we, we need to hold you accountable. We're, we're starting to track. it. I'll now. tell you,
1: I'll tell you what my picks are. I'll tell you what my, it are. After.
2: My, my final two Toledo given nine and a half to Cleveland state, um, Cleveland state coming out of quarantine recently. Again, I, I like those picks. I, I'm so upset that UCLA long beach got scrapped last night. I, I, I honestly, that was my pick of the day. Uh, I also like St. Mary's giving 12 and a half to Nichols State. Uh, Nichols State kind of hung with Cal a little bit. I think St. Mary's is better than Cal. And, and St. Mary's is so tough to play against uh, because of Randy's system and his style. And uh, so those are two more. So, all right, recap your 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 picks now. Recap. Uh, I
1: have I have Michigan State um, plus four. I'll, I'll probably be on the money line there. I have Kansas minus five. Uh, I took both Indiana and Stanford. Um for Stanford, if they're if both of them are getting points, I'll be on the money line for them. Um, I'm not sure what the lines are. Again, those aren't out of the books that I use. I'm not taking BYU or USC. Uh, if I was forced to pick, I would take BYU, but I'm not uh, – I will not be betting there. Uh, I like Oklahoma State, and then I like Louisville, um, but I'm not going to – like I will not be betting on that game until I get an answer on what the – on the health of Hollingsworth and the health of Williams.
2: So you got five games. Michigan State, I Kansas, five yeah. IU, Stanford, Oklahoma State. All right, I got Michigan State also. Uh, I got Kansas also. I got BYU minus four. Uh, I got Indiana, uh, whatever it's going to be, giving a point to whatever. And uh, I got Western Kentucky. I like getting the points there. Let's call it five uh, right now, whatever it ends up at. And then uh, Toledo laying the points, St. Mary's laying the points. So that's uh, seven, seven. I'm hoping for a five and two night
1: tonight (laughs) you need one man it's been a while since you had a five and two night
2: uh, the first night the first night after that it's been all downhill for me so uh all right well well, listen um wrap it up robert wrap it up
1: Nashville invitational fever baby great college hoops tipping off at 1 30 this afternoon then we get the champions classic tonight this is this is perfect winter basketball perfect December basketball you know this is the kind of stuff that we were supposed to be getting three weeks ago it's finally here it finally home feels like college apparel. basketball team home, field, home apparel. field apparel I don't have the shirt on right now um I, uh, I got kind of I, I had to I had to wash it I wore it like five in the me. last six days well I wore it five out of six days <laughs> At some point,
2: I got to wash the shirt your wife so, your wife was telling you you had to wash it
1: yeah she she called me musty so like as soon as she said musty I was like yeah it's yeah, probably musty. time probably musty time musty probably, for probably, you I'm,
2: I'm to I've watch this. Musty, you were probably way beyond musty.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, homefieldapparel.com. dot uh, com. Use the promo code FIELD of sixty eight to get twenty percent off your first purchase.